0: Spilt milk. yo welcome back to another episode of the spilt milk podcast it's your boy the host i R, him aka the conductor aka the point guard aka young i don't know i need, I need one more I, yeah, I need one more name bro i need to figure this <laughs> out <laughs> yeah i need to figure this out uh. i was gonna say young Biyad.
1: The, your, man, your man with the Slim I like that You know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> Formerly known as Mr. 360. You know what I'm saying?
2: Uh, I like the young Biad <laughs> Oh, dog. Get out of here. Water. But yes. Yeah, you know. How do you say drip in somebody?
0: is like. No, 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 no. How do you say no, drip no, in somebody?
1: Grormia? Grormia? I don't know, yeah. bro. Grora. Grora is like, nah. <laughs> no, it's buttermilk. like, you know. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I, it is yeah, buttermilk, anyway. but I feel like it's like a. You know how they have like certain Somali words mean something different in different regions that you're in? I feel like... Yo, just heard... call me
0: young, sound effect. young Somali sound effects.
1: Sound effects.
0: My, nah. Man, nah, nah. my
2: man, Coach, be, he be laughing in Ks, you know? No, no, no. We
0: upgraded. We laugh in Qs now.
2: <laughs>
0: but I want to say thank you so much to everybody that's been tuned in. Everybody that's subscribed. If you haven't subscribed, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> step your game up.
1: Get it together.
0: Um, Get it together. Uh, <laughs> y'all, people already hold your guys' voices. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
2: Hey, man. You know, it's your play a part in the big black, man. I'm back from a hiatus, man. It's been like, what, man? Five months almost, man. I'm glad to be back for them good people, man. Hey. I know everybody got their do-rags tucked to the back on their body from the wire shit during this, you know what I mean? So shout out <laughs> to y'all. y'all.
1: <laughs> Do-rag nation in the building. <laughs>
2: yo one third of the direct dynasties in the building
1: <laughs> facts 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 hey. but you know who you know what it is your boy moose in the building you know what i'm saying The that one and only that golden plump
2: wow wow my name is the forbidden fruit i heard about that my dude <laughs> 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 shout out to my dog moose man yo shout out to my dog moose yo yo the hollow what'd you say earlier right <laughs> yeah, Moose is in the tall nigga Hall of Fame. Tall nigga Hall of man. Fame, first ballot MVP, man. You right next to Yao Ming. Whoa, yeah,
1: man bro, You bro, know how life bro. been,
2: man. It's been a minute, man. Feel me
1: Yeah I mean, my my knees ain't that strong, you know what I'm saying? I'm not up there with you I'm getting there. It's a it's a working progress, though. You feel me?
0: I've never met a, a tall guy that didn't have knee problems. Yeah. Bro,
1: Alhamdulillah, you know what I'm saying? I'm good. You know, you do gain, right
2: Masha'Allah
1: Masha'Allah Tabarikullah Fact <laughs> yo, so about I, you man?
0: Yo Alhamdulillah dog can't complain You know what I'm saying Like a great philosopher once said Every day above ground Is a good one
2: Facts man You know what I'm saying <laughs> Alhamdulillah Always man yeah, also, Yo I feel uh, like A lot with all them Last episode man Alhamdulillah man Just all glory to Allah man You know your boy done got married Masha'Allah Tabarikullah first, first of all Shout keep out to my mission. queen man Best thing that ever happened to me man Masha'Allah She keep me grounded She a yin to my yang You know what I mean <laughs> yo,
0: yo, that's the cutest shit everybody ever said. <laughs> I can say that, right? That's the cutest shit, cause <laughs> hey,
2: man, life is all about balance, you know. Exactly, but yo, man, also, man, your boy back in school, Alhamdulillah, man, I figured out, man, through uh, joining different, you know, societies and doing different group work, man, that. Well, I got a passion in working with refugees, man. I have helped a couple of refugees who've been here less than 90 days in the country, man. You know, got them the winter coast popping, you know what I mean? For the wintertime and hearing their stories and all of that, man. Yo, there was just one lady, man. She ain't speak a lick of English, bro. She ain't speak no English, bro. But she came talking about how she was living in the jungles in the mountains, bro. But she a survivor, bro. You know what, That's what I mean? Bananas, Wallahi. Hey, that right, is bananas.
0: Bro. Yo, shout out to all the small people that walked through Peru to get here.
2: Yeah, so
0: yeah facts. Facts. you know what I mean? But yo, I know y'all seen the Byron Scott interview. Byron Allen. yo, Allen. Yo, are like doing that. Bananas. On no, he's well, not even, bro, because he looks like a healthy Byron Scott.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so Byron Scott is unhealthy? Oh no, 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 he just looks like a healthy version.
1: <laughs> he he looks like a Byron Scott that that never missed a meal.
2: You that's know what I'm saying? Uh, He's basically Byron Scott saying. without the
1: playbook.
0: Yo, dog, like, he was eating off of strawberries from, you know, Southern Florida and all that.
1: I mean, but... he, like I said, though, uh, you know that nigga got a superhero name, though, Lokito. <laughs> Brian, Allen. He, he got an NBA player name, though. My man,
2: Moose, he got two first names. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm
1: telling y'all, you cannot trust a man with two first names, all I'm saying. Oh, my <laughs>
0: like God. That's a 50 fact. Oh wow. All right, so this guy, right, Byron Allen. What is it? 400 million in the bank. Um came from a humble beginning. Um grew up in kind of like a single mother household. Uh mom was, you know, well educated. She was in the entertainment space. He grew up on like, you know, basically like in the background of all these like great entertainment shows, started he came out he started off as a impromptu, what are they called what are they called? Those people that are, the comedian stand-up comedians, essentially. Um, and then somebody heard he him he started, the jokes. Huh? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he started selling you know his jokes to people, whatnot, so on and so forth. Got to be a part of a you know a TV show, traveled America and whatnot, so on and so forth, became extremely, extremely, extremely successful. Right. So and to inter- in the interview he talks about kind of how black people um were brought to, to America to um were they, make were they not brought necessarily, here by choice. It doesn't matter, they were brought, right? So what whether they whether they came now by choice or they didn't have the choice to come, the ones that came here Essentially, they're not here to create their own wealth, but to make wealth for other people, mm-hmm. right? And it talks about when you're a mover and a shaker, and you're uh, an individual that might be going against the grain, or somebody that that can't, quote unquote, work with. They do, you know, they apply the four Ds to you, right? So they try to dismiss you, they try to discredit you, so nobody else would believe in you, you know? They try to demonize you. For example, they say, oh, you know, they attach it to religion. Like, you know, being black is like a sin. They're monsters, Uh -uh," right? And the end goal, obviously, is to destroy you, right? So black people are always in this position to fail. So essentially, there's he's kind of been kind of noticing how Black people are being excluded in a lot of spaces, right? So he had this opportunity to kind of witness. Um, so in college basketball, huge, 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 um, you know, moneymaker in America. And basically, the black colleges found a way to monetize and they wanted to create their own network. That way it would bring, you know. You know, the dollar back to black communities, black schools. They can get better athletes, mm-hmm. uh, so on and so forth, right? So that got turned down by Charter. So that kind of got him a little curious to say, "Oh wow, like they don't really let black people get a piece of the pie whatsoever." So he sat down with Comcast to form some sort of agreement
2: mm-hmm.
0: that went south. Okay. Right. So he sued Charter for ten billion dollars, and sued Comcast for. 20 billion dollars and the reason why he sued is that they're very discriminatory in the way that they handle things and of course they don't want black people getting no type of pie whatsoever right so um, understanding that he's in a strong position he won his first court case against Charter lost against Comcast Um, so then Comcast said that hey we're gonna or Charter said hey we're gonna appeal so he thought you know what I have a chance. He appealed his Comcast case as well. He won. They appealed again to the appellant's court, which is the highest court underneath the Supreme Court, and he won both times. So now Comcast is thinking of, yo, let me take you to the Supreme Court. So they filed, the case got selected, and the way that they're going about it is that, hey, in order for them to not lose this case, they kind of backed Byron into a corner and saying, hey, um, we're going to change the anti-discrimination laws against you to where where the burden of proof falls upon the individual that sues an entity that they have to prove that the entity was being 100% discriminatory, whether in terms of giving them the contract or whether in terms of their employment and so on and so forth. Right, Which is and clearly
2: a shaded gray
0: area. So it's yeah, it's, it's a cr- it's a crazy shade area, and of course, yo, it's really oh, next impossible to prove intent unless right. somebody says yo, I missed it. It's you know, you can't. Yeah, that. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, <laughs> I was gonna say a great philosopher, but I respect myself. But right, so um, so that's kind of like the thing. So um, and they're basically saying that yo, listen, this is what you're jeopardizing. Essentially, you are gonna push black people and minorities in general back so on and so forth and it opens up the ability for them in the future to be openly discriminated against unless they can prove 100 percent of the intent that they were being discriminated against right so or you could just kind of just drop the case and maybe we'll come and we'll meet with you to discuss an opportunity maybe right so he's back into this corner um and he feels like he has to take this weight of Minorities now to kind of move forward. So, understanding that they put him in this position, knowing what we know now,
2: what do you guys think? <laughs> Should he fight? Should he stick it out? He got to thug it out. He got to fight, man. And to be honest, man, um, I, was, I watched um, the interview too. And in the interview, there's a lot of parts of it that just really stuck out to me. Bro, like really just... He was a he was a hustler from the beginning, you know what I mean? Like the story about him being ten years old and then he was looking for a job as a grocery man. He wasn't able to get it. They told him, Yo, you gotta be sixteen. He went outside and just seen his old lady pushing a cart into a machine and asked her, Yo, what is that, you know, stamp that? what you're doing? Like it provided like some kind of stamp. And then he basically figured out that he was able to spent his whole day just putting carts into machines, and then in turn he was able to have food to bring to his, ho- to his house back when his mother was struggling, right? I feel like from the beginning, bro, like just from the humble beginnings that he came from, he was basically groomed into being, you know what I mean, a hustler, man. He was just way ahead of his time, you know what I mean? And as far as like the whole, the whole climate with the entire, you know, what you call the court case going on with Charter? I think he could he battle that and I think he could win that, but they really got him backed in a corner right now. But there's no point in quitting back right now because if he could finesse this and if he could prove that, especially in Supreme Court laws, that really changed the game. Because if you think about like all of the collegiate athletes that are literally like, it's almost Jim Crowism, bro. Like they're being forced to work without no bread, you know what I mean? They don't see anything from it. They don't see anything from ticket sales their jersey sales. A lot of them is eating ramen noodles, you know what I mean, on a daily basis. So
0: do you think now with California changing their laws to allow collegiate students to profit off of their name, if he wins this case, do you feel like now is is a great time for the states to prosper? Because now mm-hmm. black athletes that go to these black colleges, like, do you feel like the groundwork would be laid for them? To go ahead and make some money.
2: Of course. You know, like, like I say, at the end of the day, once you got the footwork mapped out, all I got to do is follow the footprints. You know what I mean? So if that gets laid out, that's, it's nothing but uphill for us then.
1: Moose, what about you? What do you think?
2: Facts, facts, facts.
1: Like, you know what, that, that at the beginning of that that interview, when he was talking about like how he used to, like, I like, was it 12 or something or 10 we used to grab all the all those little uh, carts and kind of bring it back to get like uh, yeah that was wavy. Yeah. reminded me of like she reminded me of like uh, somebody going like Aldi's and like grabbing those carts and trying to get the yeah I... yeah that's what I thought yeah. about too. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. My mind went though. but uh, but now nah, I think yeah I I think like he's obviously in it right for a benefit for himself. You know what I mean? Uh, but like with with any lawsuit though, like um. Somebody's benefiting, you know what I mean and I think uh he he, he he's really um going about, go, going to bat for himself and like as well as uh other people and other like-minded individuals like himself you know what I mean so with that being said, since he is an affluent individual right he got four hundred million
0: dollars in the bank right so he he created wealth if he loses this court case, we're screwed.
2: As a general citizen? How so? so because yo, now, we, now
0: now we all could be discriminated against, right? So if that's the case, do you feel like he's fighting this fight because he doesn't have a lot to lose?
1: Moose, what do you think? I I think like um, he's got something to lose, right? He he, he going to be out, well like $30 billion? Yeah, granted, he don't have $30 billion right now. But he's still gonna lose that if you lose, like right? Yo, that's like saying, "Yo, that's like yo,
0: if I go to the lottery <laughs> and I don't buy the scratch ticket, I lose
1: five billion dollars on the Powerball.' I mean, that's still a loss, though, right? Loss is a loss, no matter. how But is how that you, a loss? Is that really it? a
0: loss? Like, you you, know ne- I mean? you don't have the the thirty billion. You go buy the scratch ticket. You you don't win it. That doesn't mean you lost it. It just means you didn't win.
1: I don't think that's a, like a good analogy of of of. Of, of those two comparisons, but I mean, at the end of the day, you there's, there's still that regret, there's still that um feeling of loss, you know what I mean? But in a nutshell, though, like I don't think like like you can't like fear the unknown, you know what I mean? Like like people that be like, hey, listen, uh uh uh, uh this might happen to us, so we shouldn't do this, you know what I mean? That I think holds people back. Like I remember, like you look at like um like 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 slavery days, right? where uh where like the, the 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 you know the house niggas was like yo listen the master the master the the master giving us some some, some food you know a, a roof over our head you know what i mean you 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 should be happy happy ma- the, 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 the master you know what i mean that like like i think when people start to like really like say oh this might could happen i think of that type of like 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 scenario in my head you know what i mean like Obviously, with anything that you fight for, is the possibility you that that you're losing that that you might lose it, but that that shouldn't hold you mm. back. Mm. You know what I mean. My
2: take on it is, I kind of agree with Moose. I agree with Moose. Moose in the um, instance that we as human beings, right, we always do things on account of self interest. At the end of the day, if it's not benefiting you in any form or how, then you know you probably not going to be motivated to do anything. However, what I will say is us as people, allowing this brother to go fight for us, go to go to Congress, go to whatever, you know, the Supreme Court and fight these battles, even if he falls in like scuffs, you know what I mean, both kneecaps, at the end of the day, though, more and more people who are actually willing to put themselves on front lines to have these battles, you know, against lawmakers and, at their own games and play their own games against them. That's a benefit for us, bro. We need more people to keep doing that. Um and speaking on like the whole slavery thing, like, let's talk about the whole fact that the brother was literally what he paid, what he pay how many uh mills to buy out the story of Coretta Scott uh King, Emma King's wife.
0: Damn, I I don't remember if he yeah, bought it. Yeah, he, he bought really? he bought her life story, bro. Oh damn, bro. I missed that one I
1: oh buy the Yeah. Theater?
2: And not only that he that. was discussing he was discussing uh, with Coretta about her life story in order to produce the book or whatever, right? And there were four things that he took from the conversation in which Coretta Scott King claimed that the true reason to why her her husband Martin was murdered. you know what I mean? She said number one is because slavery, number two was because he wanted to end Jim Crow. And speaking on Jim Crow, he was speaking on how Jim Crow was more damaging than slavery in the first place because slavery meant you were property and property made you an asset versus where Jim Crow laws left you as a liability. Number three was to achieve civil rights. And the last one was, number four, to end economic exclusion. And he said, she, he, he was talking it's about Exclusion, this, exclusion, exclusion yeah, excuse yeah, yeah. me, right? And he was talking about how like, Coretta was telling him how it wasn't the I Have a Dream speech that got him murdered. It was a speech after that that was really trying to tell the stories of two separate Americas, right? Where it has two different faces. They weren't trying to hear that, especially when he, was talk- when he was talking about trying to bring money into, you know what I mean, the black people, you know what I mean? Yeah, and he had all those poor white people marching as well. and He, he, he basically... wanted to have 50 million protesters, poor white people, come to the White House. Facts, they didn't like that, didn't like that
0: at all. So, so now that you see, you know, Brian Allen, I really wanted to see Brian Scott. It's so bad, you know, it's so bad. <laughs> his face yeah, cringe. Oh crazy. man, I was fighting. No, but now that you kind of see him in this space, does it kind of like open up his eyes to like this guy's doing it in this arena in terms of like the social space, right? He bought the Weather Channel, right? He helped Oprah, you know, jump on the network game, right? So he's He bought rights to movie theaters and, um, so that people can you know skip, um, going to distributors and stuff like that, right? So with that being said, like, what about like the healthcare space and the criminal justice space? Man, I'm I'm part Norwegian,
2: bro. You know, I'm all for universal healthcare, man. Facts. No, no, no. But I mean,
0: but I mean, like, but I mean, like, even if you look at it from like a universal healthcare perspective, right? Like, yo, smart people are deep in the. You know, home health, daycare, absolutely uh, game, soda. all that stuff, right and they're yeah. creating and they're and they're creating wealth, but like are there other ways that or other areas that we're kind of like forgetting about? He's doing it in the entertainment system, you know, and he's doing it in his lane. but is it as difficult, if not more difficult, to do it in other areas? Because, like he said, it's easier to create wealth. like if you look at all the a strong percentage of
2: affluent black people,
0: a strong, strong number of them are in the entertainment business.
2: I mean there's money in that right now, it's lucrative, you know what I mean? Facts. And plus we're in a we're in a computer generation where everything buzzes off of how well you're trending, you know what I mean? You could be whack at whatever, but if your name is buzzing, at the end of the day, you know what I mean, people are gonna buy into it and that's that's gonna be bringing you the income regardless. So facts. But
1: so this is the way I look at it, right? You look at history, you know what I mean. Like before we had like the whole digital age, before we had computers and all that stuff, like the the popular people, the entertainment people were, were people that w- that was, you know, writing books, like, no, you know, uh, the authors, right? So like I think they we, we we've just you know um, switched it up a bit, right? And obviously, um, you know, we're using utilizing a different you know channel to kind of get get across the. Type of entertainment that are out there, you know what I mean. And I think uh the homie Byron, <laughs> Byron <laughs> allen Byron Allen, um, he, he's in that space. And I think like for a lot of like people, pe- people of color, right? Like they automatically go towards like the entertainment side of things because that's what they see. People that look like them are in, you know mm. what I'm saying? So it's 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 it, it it's a comfortable path for them to follow. You know what I mean? And and if you when you start to see more people in different areas, then people are gonna feel, feel more comfortable to, um, navigate over there. Okay. You know what I mean. And
0: side note too, though, like when it comes to like, so gaming is becoming like a thing yeah. now, right? So like, you if get you three in that now, yo, where, yeah, it works yo. So I I just just seen like a FIFA school, which I thought was bananas, and I should <laughs> maybe start one for <laughs> all these young niggas. You know what I'm saying? You know, hire him school, school FIFA school the those you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 20 <laughs> 20 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know? So like what so with that being said, um all the big gamers, like we're talking about like Ninja, Shrewd, um, Shroud, whatever his name is, um not a So, who do you so, about so, that? so, so they're know, so they're like, so they're gamers, I, right? So they're so they're like professional right now, video gamers, like the equivalent right? Like they all like are
1: LeBron James say that stuff. Again? Are they like the equivalent of like LeBron? Of gaming, like basically. Of there's yeah. people like,
2: that will literally pay gaming. you. They will subscribe and pay monthly just mm-hmm. to watch
0: you play video games. Though. Facts. They pay five dollars a month to subscribe to you, paying five dollars a month to just to watch you, watch play, you play, play video, video games. games right? It's like it's a whole That's space. A wild, right? it's crazy. So then now there's like esports, Exploding. which is like exactly. professional Sporting. like sports, like like the NBA video teams, gaming. like NBA teams now pay people to yeah. play with their team, and or they're they have under like the banner of the team. Yeah. yeah. So, but all the, the 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 money makers are all white.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you can't knock that, bro. You gotta invest in shit. You know what I mean? No,
0: facts, facts. But but I'm telling you though, like, like it's it's I'm, it's like noticing it now. Like after this conversation, it's like, yo, like dog, like literally, all the big ones are white. And you're trying to tell me right now that you don't like know a couple brothers in the though, hood right? that's nice in Call of Duty? <laughs>
2: oh, boy. I'm one of them. <laughs> right, me in the streets. Shout out to Ali Safi, you know, man. Yo, Shout man. out to my dog, Big Mo. <laughs> you know what
0: I'm saying? But, like, yo, you told me them brothers, are like, they're not, they're not that... Like, you know? I don't know. I just thought it was really, really interesting. But, yo, so we talked about, you know, your boy Byron Allen. We talked about how affluent he is and about him coming up in the struggle and learning how to create wealth for himself. And for granted, yeah, he did do it in the entertainment business, but he's noticing that wealth distribution isn't really um, distributed, you know, equally fairly, or yeah. fairly across to, you know, minorities, especially black people. And um, he's fighting a good fight to kind of figure out to see, if, oh, how can we get some more of this entertainment dollars uh, when it comes to the entertainment space to the black community? Um, so he currently is in a lawsuit in the supreme court with comcast and charter and um essentially they're so petty that the argument that they're trying to use is they're trying to change a civil rights law stating that um in order for a company or entity to be deemed um discriminatory, discriminatory in nature they have to Basically the burden of proof. With A you know what I'm saying? Yeah, facts. <laughs> so the burden of proof falls upon the
2: individual that brings up the lawsuit and they have to prove
0: hundred percent of intent. Which is right? very counterproductive,
2: obviously Which because it, at the end of the yeah. day, you can't really prove intent, bro. We know that just being, you know, on the street, bro. For exactly. like you know the you know, judicial system, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But yo, like what's kind of crazy though is I like the homie Byron Allen. <laughs> yeah. But it's because of the hit. fact that, honestly, though, like he, he lived both sides of the fence, bro. He knew what true struggle was. And since 10 years old, like he buckled his, you know, self by the bootstraps, you know what I mean? Got to working and jugging, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, so, so yeah,
0: y'all let us know if y'all think that, um, you know, Byron Allen, if what, he, if he's fighting the good fight, let us know if y'all think that um, Comcast is being, you know, Okay. Petty or being extremely sour for bringing up the civil rights law, and also if y'all think that Byron is being a little selfish for continuing to choose it to, to or conti- I can't talk. Wow, so for continuing to choose to be in this battle um, against Charter and Comcast. Um, so let yeah, Let us know what y'all think. We're on eleven different platforms. Moose, where can they find us at?
1: Um am so we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're all over.
0: We're all over. So Spilt Milk Podcast on Instagram Spilt Milk Pod S P-I-L-T pod. That's how we are on Twitter. If you have um any suggestions you know what i'm saying like we tell everybody got complaints suggestions and all that let us know i just need i need two people to jump in the inbox tell me that i they hate me they like, hate you guys, yeah, like yeah, yo yeah. you know I, I need like three haters like this
1: week i mean other. yo listen if you if you ain't got a hater right if you ain't got a hater you're not winning you know what i'm saying I but, disagree
0: about that, by the way. I th- I think that's th- I think that's what like problematic niggas be saying. I don't
1: know, but that's like, a whole other topic right there. we want to well, digest yeah, we'll, that. We'll, we'll save that.
0: We'll, but, save, uh, we'll save that. But, but I
1: want to know what everybody think. You know, like like, like my boy Ayaham was saying, right? Are you a house nigga? Do you want uh, uh, <laughs> Byron Allen to not jeopardize you know these civil rights, <laughs> or or? You feel like he should he should, he should, he should, he should, be willing to, you know, jeopardize it to, you know, t- to make some advancement and some headway. You Feel me?
0: Yo, so I you your house niggas. Love is <laughs> <laughs> love, man.
1: Love is love. Love is love. Prosperity. Salaam.